Welcome to Girl Talk with your girl, Melissa Ann. Listen, you are about to have a treat. The boys are back, and we are going to talk about communication. But I first wanted to do this introduction in relation to the five things my therapist has taught me, and, and communication is one of those things. And the biggest thing is that you don't have to respond. I think I mentioned this in a previous episode that you don't, not only do you not have to respond, but it's an opportunity for you to take a breath and not respond immediately. So the boys are talking about responding in a relationship, the how, the what, the why, and what are some of the things that get under the, the, the skin of men in relationships as it relates to communication. But I think that this correlates with the five things that my therapist has taught me in relation to communication because my communication skills have always been pretty much out of whack. And that was due to trauma and um, things that I experienced in childhood, not having a voice. Talked about that in the previous episode, and my voice was at an octave too high, and I had to learn to bring it down to the middle. Not too low, but right in the middle. Still working on that. There have been opportunities for me to improve, but um, I'm also a work in progress like the rest of you. So enjoy the episode. Five things my therapist taught me is communication, and the boys are talking about communication and what that means in a relationship. Well, we're talking about communication and relationships tonight, and why I'll kick it off with Lee. Since he is the new B to the group, why do you think that communication in a relationship is important? I mean, because if you're going to be in a relationship, a serious relationship, I would assume that you're looking forward to get married. I mean, that's the only reason I would be in a relationship. I mean, there's no reason for you to be in a relationship and not want to communicate. Um, I think it's very important to communicate what you want. As far as like as, as far as like your your goals and uh, what you expect out of the relationship, uh, because if you don't do that, <laughs> you're gonna have a lot of issues going forward. So one thing you said was you're you're dating to get married. You're not just dating just to date. But why do you feel it is important? to have great communication skills in a relationship and what does that look like from a man's perspective? So, I, you know what, let me back up. So here, here's why I say you need to communicate just in general, um, especially if you meet somebody and you just don't see anything as far as outside of a relationship, you just want to smash, that's it. You communicate that initially, get it out mm-hmm. the way, let that be known. Um, that's the first thing I would do. And then from there, if I see something, you know, as far as value-wise that could potentially be long-term, then yeah, I would I would pursue that person and we can communicate a little bit further. Communicate your feelings, communicate, like I said, your finances and communicate just what you want out of life. And then you can't do that, then you have a problem, man. And you should talk before you pursue or go into further. So what do you think, Kai? <laughs> All right, so do's and don't do's and don't in a relationship in a relationship related to communication. Do's and damn don'ts. All right. 
Number one, fight fair. Elaborate. I'm about, to, I'm about to elaborate on that. You know, let's just say you and I are in a relationship, Melissa, and we get into a, you know, a discussion, right? You know shit about me. I know shit about you. I know, I know exactly what to say to you to trigger you. So I'm not going to bring that shit into a fight or a conversation. Mm-hmm. So, so fight fair. All right. Be, be reasonable, be factual and be in reality, be reasonable, be factual and be in reality. This whole perception, no perception is reality. No reality is reality That's and reality right. is based on facts. So if we're going to communicate, let's base all this shit on the facts. That's it. And not perception. Now, perspective is different. Now, if you bring a different perspective, I'm all for that. I'm with that. I can work with that. But if you just come with all perception and when you come to the conversation with everything already figured out and you haven't even questioned me to get any any clarity on all the shit that you went and you drop the gavel on, you come to me with the judgment, but you haven't even asked me any of the shit that you put together in your head. That does not work for me. And I cannot, I will not deal with that. So you're saying women make up scenarios? I'm saying we all do that. That goes both ways. That's that's just, I'm just, but that human, human beings create scenarios in their heads. I'm just saying what I require as part of communication. These are my do's and don'ts. So I won't do that in, in communication with friends or lovers. And I, and, and I don't expect you to do that. And if you can't honor those boundaries, we cannot be friends. We cannot be lovers, period. What I'm going to come back to you, Lee, but I want to ask uh, Roosevelt, what's a deal breaker as far as communication? Not communicating. Because the thing you got to understand is as you're speaking with somebody, you got to have a basis point for where you start. If you don't have a basis point, then you got you can't go anywhere. See, the funny thing about it is that, is that what Kai was saying is that if you can't delineate and, ex- and give expectations of what you're expecting from this person, how are you going to know what they're going to do, how they're going to do, and when they're going to do? See, the, pro- the biggest problem is I could go in there thinking that this is going to happen. I'm expecting this situation, this outcome. She has it in her head that this, uh, this is going to happen. And if we don't communicate it, we have two different objectives and two different goals. And if we have two different goals, two different objections, we're going to have a problem because we could go in there and say, for instance, we go say, we're going to go shopping. I'm saying, Hey, I know in my head, I got to eat healthy. I'm going to, I'm starting to exercise. These are the kind of foods I need to eat. She's thinking, you know what? I don't care. I don't care how much weight I'm going to get. I need junk food. I'm not, I don't care about my cholesterol. I don't care about my diabetes. And this is the food you're getting. This is food I'm getting. We go to the register and I'm like, Whoa, what the hell are you doing over here? And she's like, what are you doing over here? You got to have objectives and goals. I don't understand. That dude gave the worst example. I mean, <laughs> like, damn. Diabetes? That person I mean, don't care I mean, about life at all. <laughs> I mean, the funny thing about it is you laugh. You laugh. Ooh, the crazy is, for, some, for some people, they eat a steady diet of chips and they think, hey, I'm not getting fat, so it's okay. You know, she could be thin and eat junk food all day. And the funny thing about it is her metabolism, she's got a quick metabolism. She might do a little bit of exercise. Things might work in her favor. That's and then fair. the funny thing is, and she's thinking, hey, I can eat whatever I want. 
and then and, 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 and it actually does happen to that extreme where they just eat chips for breakfast and then they eat a Twinkie for lunch and then they eat a fudge brownie for dinner. Well, I mean, sometimes they eat some regular food, but you know what, though? There's a lot of women. <laughs> Come on, son. Sometimes they eat some regular food. Kai, Kai, you remember what I do for a living, man. This, this yeah, is not man. stuff I make up. I'm telling you that's, what, man. That's Truth is stranger than fiction. Truth is stranger than fiction. The Fair crazy point. thing is, dust, I mean, the crazy... Man, I could tell you crazy stories don't even make sense. Well, I want us to stick to the communication piece and not the diabetes piece. You know what? First off, you can meet a lot of people and you can say, hey, you are, you're expecting this type of behavior. And they come and give you something completely different. I want a true story of when that happened to you. Oh, I can, I can give you one. You know, you meet the church girl, you think, you know, she's all calm, sweet, you know, in the church. Then you realize everybody on their knees ain't religious, you know? And, and so, yeah. kind of so the comes out. <laughs> then the heathen comes out, right? So you're like, whoa, what happened? I thought you didn't want to do this before marriage. And surprise. That's a deal breaker. No, that's no, 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 that's not deal breaker. I'm just telling you, you gave, you wanted an example. That, that was your example. You yeah. think that this person is like the, the calm, sweet person, that they're in the church. Like, oh man, maybe this is maybe this is somebody I need to date. Nope. This is she's a heathen just like everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's right. Your 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 the expectations are different. And that's and believe it or not, that's what happens with a lot of marriages. Like when people get uh, get divorced in one to two, three years, you know, they're expecting this. Like they think, hey, um, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. This is gonna be cool. Like you got that with a lot of people who are, um, uh, they get married and they feel they find out. You know what? I don't think I want to do this thing, and I want to be. You're the only person I'm gonna sleep with. And then they start rationalizing it, and now they think it's okay to swing. Damn, who hurt you? I'm just saying. It's just that's just the fact. You're asking about communication. I'm dealing. I'm telling you about communication. When you sit there and you sit there with some people and you're like. Oh man, I'm with this person. Everything's great. This is what I'm expecting. She come back and say, "Hey, I want to start bringing other people in this thing." And you're like, "Whoa, that's not what we signed up for." Here's here's what I would say. There there, there are situations where there are warnings and red flags that come up, and sometimes we ignore them. Right? I'm guilty of that. I I can look back and and when I was told by a woman that I've never dated anyone smarter than me and who dressed better than me. I thought it was odd. I was like, that's odd. Because, all right, what type of guys are you dating? I should have asked. And then how is that going to impact me? So yeah. that's an example. But then you have stuff like doctors gave the example of, where you meet a young lady, and this, this has never happened to me, but just following his example, and y'all vibing, everything's cool, and then, you know, a month later, yeah, you know, I got something I want to tell you. No, tell me. No, nah, you, oh, you want to swing? No, tell me that day one. Don't wait for a month after we done been on dates and been kicking it and doing whatever. And now all of a sudden you want to bring that up? So that shit happened. Lee, you said something a few, maybe 10 minutes back that I said I was going to come back to. You said... Uh, women make up scenarios in their heads. I need all of y'all to elaborate because y'all make them too. 
I, I clarified that already. I said that humans make up scenarios in their head, not just women. Yeah, we all do. But yeah, you asked did. me, you said, what are the do's or don'ts for communication for me? And that's what that was. Yeah, but Lee was adamant about, yeah, y'all do. Well, no, I agree with him. It's, it's, it's everybody. Women do romanticize yeah. things a little bit more than men. Men are more analytical and they look at things, I mean, through, through a different set of lenses. So you're going to have most guys are not going to be more flowery and, you know, and rosy about things where women are going to be, hey, we're going to do this. We're going to go, we're going to have this thing. We're going to do this. Guys are like, I'm going to go sit down and watch a TV. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to challenge that. I'm going to challenge that, though. You know, I, I think that, you know, society has defined what a woman should act like and be and what a man should act like and be. And I don't see anything wrong with being rosy and cuddly and, you know, oh, no, it's fine. But but you're gonna you get know? that more from women than guys. How do you how do you feel about a woman that um is yelling? You know that oh, yells. No, at I ain't deal with that. You know what? It doesn't it doesn't work if anybody does it. What is the perfect communication style that men are wanting to see and and what what's gonna grab you? So some people go into conversations where they don't listen. They listen to respond versus actually listening. They already made up in their head what they want to say instead of actually listening to what the person is saying. And so if you're going to have a real conversation, you have to have listening skills, active listening skills. Repeat what they're going to say, like, well, what they've already said, just to make sure that you're listening. And then ask them questions. You're engaging. You're asking mm -hmm. questions and engaging the conversation. If you're going to just blurt out stuff and not pay attention to what this person already said, you're not, you're not really having a conversation. You're just... You're arguing pretty much. Look at our faces. God created us. We have two ears, two eyes. He even gave us two nostrils. He could have gave us one big ass hole right here just to breathe through. But he gave us two nostrils. And how many mouths do we have? One. He could have gave us three mouths. One here, one here, one here. We could have been triple talking. You Oh, you cold calling? We, we triple calling this. You know what I mean? So can you imagine cells if we had three mouths and each mouth can speak independently? I think there's a reason why he gave us one. Take a deep breath, listen more, and pay attention. Speak less. That's my piece. So what about women that choose to shut down and, you know, don't say anything? Like your art. Just as bad. That's just as bad to me. Lee hit it on the head. He said... One of the great things about communication, communication just isn't talking. Communication is also listening. And the thing you got to understand is, is that if you're not listening, you can't really have a communication if someone's not listening. Because it's just you just talking, them just talking, and it's just words going back and forth, and nothing gets accomplished that way. What about those women that send you a text message? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna have a conversation. A deep con look. Let's just get on the phone and hash this out. I don't. I don't want to have you know twelve pages of text because I'm not. I'm not going to respond like that. I'm sorry. And if I don't feel like number one, if I don't feel like talking in that moment, I will let you know that, and I would expect you respect. I, I need 24, 48 hours before we talk, and I need you to respect that. All right. I'm not just going to leave you hanging. Like, you know, I used to be that guy, but I'm not that guy anymore. I've learned that. Hey, you don't leave people hanging. Number one. Number two. You know what I mean? You can't, you, look, you can't, don't come at me. Remember you said the do's and don'ts, Melissa, yeah. earlier? 
Yeah. Don't, don't come at don't come at me sideways and text. I'm not gonna have a long conversation. I'm if 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 the text is like more than three four sentences, I'm I'm probably not gonna read it. Especially if I told you give me 24 48 hours. So y'all so that y'all men don't read those. First off, you gotta understand, guys got big hands. You can't be typing all that stuff in there. That's a lot of typing. What 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 would you say about a drunk text? Well, you know, alcohol lowers your inhibitions. You know, and well, it does. It just that's just how it works, bro. That's that's just physics. It's not we can do about it. I'm not. I'm not as big as I am, and as great a shade as I am. There will be a point where I will drink too much, and there's I'm gonna do some shit that I normally wouldn't do because my inhibitions have dropped rock bottom. That's just the physics of alcohol, and so I've been here where I'm I'm thinking about my thinking and what I'm about to do, and I have literally stopped myself from sending a text that I know I would have never even thought about if I was sober. Now, that shit takes practice and work, but 10 years ago, I would have texted all kinds of crazy ass shit. You know what I mean? It's more more maturity than anything else. I was going to say that. Pick and choose your battles, folks, men and women. Before we wrap, I want each of you to give our listeners one best practice related to great communication styles. No, I, I would definitely say, like I said before, just just listening, um, and, and to piggyback off of what um, Roosevelt said, it took me a long time to do that as well. As far as uh, respect people's feelings and. Uh, I would definitely say do that as well. So when you're when you're talking, when you're communicating with somebody, you want to respect their feelings. And also piggyback on you, uh, Kazu. Uh, I would basically say as well, um, you know, you don't want to go into a situation where you're you're picking on someone or you're, you're pointing out their flaws in the whole conversation because that you're not really communicating in, in that sense. You're basically you're basically trying to pick a fight. So those are the top three things I would do or or uh, suggest to anyone else, you know, as far as communicating with their significant other or anybody else. Um, basically, you know, respect people's feelings. Don't go in there trying to pick a fight or basically trying to um, cause some kind of disruption. You go in there, try to get something out of the, the, the conversation. Two ears. Two eyes, two nostrils, one mouth. Number one. Number two, what I do as a best practice before I go into like the sweaty sweaty palm conversation or crucial conversation, I'll journal. I'll journal out my feelings, all my thoughts, and I don't even try to, you know, formulate a coherent thought. I just spitball everything out. Then I go back and put it into cohesive sentences, right? So that's number. That's what I do. So that when I have the conversation, you know, I was able to look at my feelings on paper, think about it, readjust, and then I can have the talk. My last thing is, I want to be heard. I just like everybody wants to be heard, especially when the stakes are high. Yeah. If you if you know me, especially if you're in my circle and you know me, we've been around. There's certain things shouldn't be a question. 
So I expect that. That's part of communication. There's verbal, then there's the nonverbal. You know what I do. You know how I move. You know how, how I shake. You know how I walk. So certain things shouldn't even come up in the conversation. So those are my three things. Dope. Probably the biggest thing I'm going to say is, and this is something that Kai was trying to allude to before, is that before you go into some of these conversations and there's general conversation, what you expect, but when you have these big conversations that you have to talk about, you got to ask yourself, is this the mountain I want to die on? That's the biggest thing you got on your that's, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Pick it, you're choosing your battles. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know what? Sometimes there's some things that are not, I mean, you're going to be fighting over stuff that's really not worth fighting over. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to have to, and, and probably the biggest thing, what these both guys said, um, it's great to talk. Everyone loves to talk. You know, everyone, you'd love to have, everyone loves to the sound of their own voice, but it's more important that you listen to somebody else's voice and you give, and you give them time to answer too. And sometimes you get, sometimes I get mad and I get frustrated and I'm just like, ah, and then I don't let them finish. See, it does, nothing gets accomplished when I do that. So I have to sit down and say, all right, you say what you got to say. And I got to fight myself to listen, mm-hmm. but I have to listen. Yes. So, so you know what? Pick and choose your battles. Listen. And then not only do you listen, say your piece, go back and listen. And then most importantly, take you know, actually take in what they're saying so you can understand what they're saying. Because the, the biggest part about communication, you love to talk, you love to hear, but now you got to receive what they're saying. Good, bad, or indifferent. You got to listen to it and see what they're saying. And their point of view, it may, it may be wrong to you. It may not be right for you, but it's their point of view. Dude, he even gave us two sides of, we got the right hemisphere and the left hemisphere of our brains. Everything's in two, two lungs, but one mouth. Yeah, I, I think to, to sum that up was the, um, is that the hill you want to die on, right? The, mm. the piece that you said, you know, listening, making sure that you are using one mouth, right? But is it the hill you want to die? Is it worth it? Is it worth it having that conversation? And it's not just in relationships, man and woman, it's relationships at work, it's relationships with your family. Is that the hill I want to die on by saying things that you cannot take back? Word, I agree. So I think that was the perfect way to summarize it with all of your points included in there. Having that, you know, one mouth and listening first with the two ears, that one mouth and then determining, is that the the hill I want to die on? Is that something I want, that was the last word you wanted to hear. You could go out the door and have an argument with someone and never see them again. What were the last words that they said to you? Powerful. It's, 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 it's horrible to have your last impression fighting over something that's stupid. Yeah. And then then when you think about it, you're thinking, was that really worth anything? And the funny thing is, instead of spending time enjoying that person, being with that person, um, you know, it's just the craziest, the crazy thing is you're spending all your energy on stuff that really doesn't matter. You spend more time at war than you do at peace. And guess what? All of that shit is stressful. That's stressful in your body. Yep. Yep. Very taxing. Yeah. Call more graves. Look at this guy, Mr. Smartass. Very, very taxing. Very taxing. (laughs) Waiter.
Thank you for listening to Girl Talk with the Boys. We had an awesome evening, and we look forward to you joining us next time. And as always, I see you because I am you. Thank you.